listening to the Nethercast. My name is Django, and I'm joined by Shad and Cyborg. Can you believe it? What's up, sirs? Have you seen this Mortal Kombat trailer? No. No? Cool. No trailer. It's so sick. What are you even talking about? I'm Why glad. I'm glad, because that means that we can get your live reactions. I already did mine. So... No, I'll watch it a few times. <sighs> I've seen it twice. I've tried to minimize exposure to it so as I don't overly praise or criticize anything that comes out of it. That Sounds reasonable. Come out of it. Sounds reasonable. Apparently, we're just going to watch this thing at first, and I have some stuff that I want to say about it, and I'm sure that you guys do too, some things that come to mind, but if you guys can see this thing, hopefully you can. I'm pushing play on that this. We're, we're going to watch it. First learned about this seven years ago. I didn't even ask if you guys can hear it. Hopefully you can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. That's good. Good. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. Is that the guy from Family Feud? <laughs> you know, I heard a lot of people's like, Steve Harvey? <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really up for debate. You can, you, it's the mustache. It really does. Yeah, I think you're right. What do you mean? It would be funny if when he's pulling down his hoodie to reveal the dragon logo. It's just like his nipple. <laughs> Look at my nipple. I feel like there's a very easy like parody version of this trailer to make out there. It probably already exists. There's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, you could easily just Photoshop a nipple right over that stumble. Yeah. Do that. Literally put Steve Harvey's head there. Even though it's, it does look like a dude, Hanzo here. I always yeah. forget this, this actor's part, name. This part I really do enjoy. I, I want more of this. I hope that this part lasts a good while. Me too. Yeah, you can't go wrong with shots like that or like the one with the Liu Kang. Hey, it's real. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Dude, I got blown up by that one guy in that reaction video. That was tight. Mr. Commoner, you know who you are. I love you so much. Sorry, dude. So, okay, that shot. That wasn't yet. Yeah, in front of the sun. We will not fail. Kill them. Con stature would look like overprotecting. Ooh. Guest characters. Goro Eye Shower? The Ash Eye Showers never looked that cool. And, okay, yeah, that, that, this is funny, too. I like this shit. And he meter burns that shit. <laughs> they need to work on that delivery just a little bit. Just a bit. The, I agree. Get over here. Yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah, they might it's have to like, redub it like they did with, like, Bane. Yeah, it's a little muffled. Yeah. Um, I, I... That was my biggest thought when I when I saw it. Like, if it was just like, there's a lot of people that thought that it needed uh, like Ed Boot in there, which I wouldn't disagree with necessarily. That is maybe, I wouldn't mind that either. But I think that would would have been really really cool if they had just added some like effecty oomph to it. I think they really should. I think, yeah, uh, I think it's, it's it's a necessary patch. The guys, it sounds like a guy muffled by a mask saying the words with like a frog in his throat and i mean it's especially interesting because sub-zero he has some effecty shit on his voice we just heard it um and scorpion is presumably an undead specter guy so 
Sure. Effects? Presumably. I have yeah. theories about that going around, but I'm not going to get too far into spoiler territory. That's a good thing to point out. I, I, like, there's, there's, there's a spoiler scripts to this thing that's been around since forever. I haven't read them. Um, I don't know what's going, what, what, what's going to happen in this stuff. I haven't read that stuff. Have you guys seen that or no? Some stuff has changed. Uh, other stuff has remained the same. Yeah. I've, I haven't looked at any since like a really early version, but yeah. Okay. I don't know. The thing about this film that concerns me the most is not necessarily lack of faithfulness to the characters, but I tend to feel that these are just surface adaptations of a few people on a couple different levels. I suppose it comes down to asking the question, what is, you know, who is Sub-Zero? Who is Melina? Who is Reptile? Yeah. Yep. There's an argument to be made that, you know, you can take their defining characteristics and work with that. So, yeah, I, I, I get that. And I'd say that that's where they excel in terms of characters like Sub and Scorpion. And I'd say they completely fail in the case of, like, say, Melina, Reptile. You know, it's 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 not enough to have just a, a giant lizard around, a giant naked lizard. He has to be recognizable as something. Let's 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 look at that giant naked lizard. I want to see him again. Now, you know, to be very fair about things, we've seen him for like two seconds. You don't know what he can do. He might be spinning acid. He might be indeed sliding around this... on the floor. Might be throwing force balls, but. I just get the feeling he's not going to be doing much of that. Uh, it, we see the bit where he looks uh, like he has the invisibility thing, and that's honestly about the only recognizable thing. I mean, other than him being a reptile, I guess. That's the thing, too, the reptile does. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel, I feel like when people think reptile, is this what they're seeing? I don't think that when anyone thinks of Reptile, thinking of a naked version of the Deadly Alliance outfit. Yeah. I've seen some people like it, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, I mean... I think Murdoink specifically was happy because he's a big... Like, his favorite reptile is the Deadly Alliance reptile. Not to say this is, like, an ideal version of that character. He should still have some sort of garb on that screams ninja Identifies or whatever. Ninja. You know, something cool. But, uh... I'm happy to see him around. It just, yeah, you know, it just, just looks kind of generic. That's all. He does, but I mean, uh, maybe something else. I don't know. Again, like I haven't, I, I don't, I haven't looked at the script. I haven't seen any. I don't I have no idea what's going on in this movie. Maybe he crawls up in a statue and becomes a green ninja at some point, but uh, it doesn't seem that way. Okay, well. On the topic of things I think I really do enjoy. Yeah. You know, a lot of us grew up with, you know, the 90, 1995 movie, and that movie has influenced the game in so many ways, and it's influenced the way we look at the characters in so many ways. And some of the guys like Kano and whatnot have taken their personality traits from that, and they've expanded forward into, the, in, into games with that. I do like that this movie appears to be taking the tact of there are things 
No, it was not possible for the 1995 movie to ever cover like the entire Scorpion and Sub Zero rivalry. You know, when I was a kid, I really wanted to see those two fight. You know, I never got it. So it's nice to see that that's going to be the case this time. It's nice to see that we're going to actually have Kung Lao in a movie for the first time ever yeah, that's true. with a razor hat. That's really cool to me. Yeah, and I love the way he looks. Kung looks good. Oh, there's that nipple shot again. I I don't understand why Cole Turner exists. I mean, I think I do. But well, uh, sorry, I was just going to add to that. Like, I find Cole Turner, Cole Young, whatever he is, whatever. very odd as well. I'm a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm I'm happier to see he's at least of a cross. Like he has some Asian descent in him, like heritage. He's not just like a white guy. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel <laughs> that 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 would just be disgusting for them to do something like that to just make a white character and be like this is our protagonist and we're going to sideline all are we going to you know make all the asian characters a side part of the story. I hope right, that's like, not what we're looking at. But that, thank that's god what he really felt like at the start of all this when it's like sure. here's some white guy who the hell are you? I just it, it felt yeah. gross. It, it definitely would reek of movie studios not having faith in Asian protagonists. Now, having seen the trailer and seeing how big of a role like Hanzo and just seeing the cast in general, I mean, this is a very diverse cast, uh, clearly. And that that to me is really kind of calm so th some of those concerns and knowing that the guy that's playing Cole Young and maybe even the character itself is of at least, you know, half and half or whatever. So he has... I mean, he doesn't look like just a regular white guy, so that already is a huge win, in my opinion. He he clearly looks like he has some Asian, you know, heritage in him, so that makes me feel a bit better about it. But one thing to add on to that is um, somebody asked on Twitter, which that uh, Greg, what was the the guy that wrote the script or whatever? I can't even remember his name. Anybody? I have no idea. Greg Russo. Greg Russo. Russo? That sounds right. Um, He's been answering questions on Twitter to some degree. And somebody, I don't know if it was him or if it was somebody else, one of the other writers or producers or whoever, had answered somebody's question of why no Johnny Cage in the movie. And they said, you'll just have to watch the movie and find out. So I'm hoping there's at least an answer. I don't know if it'll be one we like or whatever. Like maybe he's already dead or some bullshit like that. But I hope that's not the case. That would be a really, really stupid decision on their part. And that's something I will absolutely take them to task if that is the case. Yeah, because nobody wants to, nobody one of the wants producers to specifically that. said Johnny Cage is not not in the movie. Right. So, so I'm hoping, yeah, there's something there that at least maybe builds him up for a sequel, and this was just needed to have us have that character that you know kind of explains everything. Whereas Johnny Cage, I guess at this point, they wanted to already have the answer. Oh, who knows? What? What were you saying, Chad? God, what was I saying about why? I have so many thoughts. Just looking yeah, at Yeah, Johnny Cage about him not not being in the movie or whatever. No, like, that's all that we got. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there's hypotheses. Like, you know, a lot of people are wondering, is Cole Young actually Johnny Cage? And I kind of, I, I, I don't know. I kind of have the feeling that he's not. I feel like if you watch the trailer closely enough, it's... I think that people should have a very good idea of what Cole Young's purpose is, and that actually brings me to a fear I have about this film. 
like when you combine that with a lot of what the scripts were saying about people using their arcanas to unlock their powers and stuff like that i am terrified that this movie is going to go out of its way to try to explain the supernatural you know kind of like how we have to have dragon tattoos to show that people are invited to a tournament it's like that to me implies a lack of faith in the source material and a lack of faith in your audience to like have that suspension of disbelief that's what i'm afraid of afraid of going into this movie that everything needs to be explained in some way Mm. yeah i can see that i mean that's kind of the crappy thing about reboots is it's always that first one generally i mean there are some that have done it better than others for sure but it's always a uh, treating it like your audience. I mean, it, it treating it like the people that are watching it have no idea what's going on. So they need to be explained everything for the first film. And that way, subsequent films, you don't have to explain so much. I mean, we've seen how many Batman origin stories just rehashed yeah. over and over to death. Um, but I do, I do think, um, but there, I mean, even when you're building like games or whatever and sequels to stuff, one of the common things they teach you is, treat it like you gotta you still gotta play to the audience that really has no idea to some degree otherwise you can't you can't just assume everybody knows what mortal Kombat is to a degree that none of this has to be explained so there is a fine balance there of yeah yeah i I understand that but so yeah i don't know it's just that's it'll that's something we'll have to wait till the movie to really have an idea of how heavy-handed they're going to go with like these concepts of Mortal Kombat and what it is. I hope it's not so overdone that it's off-putting to people that know what's going on already. But at the same time, you also got to make sure you're not leaving anybody in the dark either. So yeah, it's definitely a fine balance that hopefully they'll they'll land. I've uh, it's been interesting listening to, to people specifically talking about the. The, the tattoo aspect of, of the thing. Um, and again, I have no idea what the what's in any of the versions of the script about that stuff, if that goes anywhere or does anything. But just the, sure. just, just the idea for what they're going on with the trailer, when I saw that, I thought... I, I kind of liked it, but only because I feel like it makes the tournament feel much more important and like a much bigger of a deal than than sometimes it feels like to me and that's one of my favorite aspects of the franchise overall um is is the idea of um uh this epic uh supernatural and there in in and mysterious tournament that is going on for something so crazy as two realms you know competing for which one gets to dominate the other kind of or one defending itself from domination um but people being born with this dragon tattoo thing it makes the whole thing feel more supernatural to me or bigger or more more than just say you can make the argument like if just receiving an invitation from uh Shang, it's just some weird guy who's doing a tournament, maybe. But with this, it's like, no, it's not some weird creepy mystic dude who's just doing a, 
a, a tournament somewhere, inviting you to something. It's something much more important and, and bigger and long running than that, and something that has much higher stakes too. Um, and it kind of helps. It it, it kind of helps keep the focus. And this was just what I was thinking whenever I saw it the first time. Like it it puts the focus back on the Elder Gods and the reason why this tournament is happening in the first place and who's actually watching and who's and who's this important to and who's overseeing this thing. And, and again, that's something that we haven't gotten in the games in a really long time. I mean, I guess Mortal, like two games ago because Mortal Kombat 9 was a reboot, but we, there hasn't been another tournament that's outside the Mortal Kombat 2 thing in forever. Like, we've seen the Mortal Kombat 2 tournament a couple times, but that was still the last tournament that we saw. Um, so what you're saying is that you really enjoy how how, how, how big of an of. tournament feels and sort of like how it, it feels more mystical to you. It does. It makes it feel bigger, but they, that, they could fuck all that shit up. I don't know. Because this could go in a very bad way really, really quick. All, oh, yeah. I, all, all I can see is like all this like weird fucking tattoo that everybody has in here, and it seems like a good uh, like a big deal. But that could get flushed five minutes later for some weird twist that we don't know about. So I don't know, and I don't like the other way. I mean, I don't dislike the other way. I I don't dislike the the classic Shang Tsung with sure. the invitations. That's tight. That's really cool too. Um, yeah, one thing I'll say about that is like the in regards to the birthmark, and I I've said that it's not something I particularly care for, but it does have kind of like you were saying this big feel it almost makes me think of like 80s and 90s fantasy you know high fantasy movies like it's definitely gives that vibe because that's straight out of something you would see in like a like a not necessarily a kids movie but almost kind of like I, I could imagine myself being a kid and like oh he's got the tattoo but i don't know just like thinking yeah. that's such a cool concept whereas like just a a scroll or something yeah that's that's cool as well and there's nothing wrong with that but i i can see why like from one perspective it's kind of a cool feature i guess i don't know it's weird i, I i'm kind of don't know I, whether I, I it's not something i like but it's not something i dislike i'm kind of indifferent on it until knowing more about how they're going to actually represent it yeah, let's I, be real like, as mortal Kombat fans we and magic dragon tattoos have a bad history <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would they go and revisit that thing again, you know, uh, after yeah. last time? <laughs> so I think that that's where a lot of the hesitation and what the fuck are they going for here, you know, comes into play. And man, they could like, like I, like I said, they could shit all over themselves and not stick the landing on that stuff. It could be something so stupid. But And they even say in the trailer that it's not a birthmark. Like, he specifically says like Jax does when they're driving in the car he's like it's not a birthmark Cole so it's like what is it then does it manufacture at birth does it manufacture when you've been chosen for the tournament or invited Did, they don't really I guess they do say he was born with it in the trailer but I don't I don't know but I mean yeah that doesn't necessarily Strange. go into... all of them born with it or is it just like a coal thing or is it yeah I don't know it's These are uh, that we don't really get answered in the trailer. I mean, there might be some answers in the script, but there I, might I don't be. know. Yeah, I'm not privy to that. It does make me wonder, like, who's doing it? Like, you know, that's another question. Not that they're going to answer that, and not that I necessarily need them to answer all of these questions, but like, if the people are being born with weird dragon tattoos, like, 
Is this the thing that's put there by the elder gods of like chosen people? Is this Raiden? Does he put this on it on the, the people he wants to choose to represent them? Like whatever. I don't know what route they're gonna go with that, but it's there's still questions. I, that there's I some fear that we're not gonna get answers to those questions. I just feel that they're gonna. You're go, probably right. Oh, this is this is your ticket to an event you were always destined to be part of, and that's that's probably gonna be it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that could definitely be the case too. Man, poor Steve Harvey. So, enough about stuff that, like, I mean, personally for me, I'm worried about. Something uh-huh. I really, really enjoy, like, the, the moment in this thing that actually gives me a lot of hope is this point here near the beginning where you see, like, what seems to be an etching of the great Kung Lao standing over a beaten Shang Tsung. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit is amazing. I can't believe they actually did that. That they went uh, in that hard with that little tidbit of lore. Yeah. It is a... Uh, <laughs> it's a... She's that, not that, happy with what you just said. That's a deep cut I would not have expected. That was a nice surprise. To see, like, oh I, shit, the Great Kung Lao's there. It makes me really hopeful that, you know, we'll maybe get to see some of that with Kung Lao himself. Like, the the younger Kung Lao in, in this movie. Yeah. If not that, then Liu Kang. Like, I, I actually hope that Goro matters a whole bunch. I really want him to. Goro matters. That is a thing that I would like to see. I, uh, that would be, that would be tight. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of Goro. I like Goro a lot. Now that said, Goro himself in this trailer, that brings one of the big problems I have with this to light. Some of the CG looks pretty good. Some of it's okay. Mm-hmm. Some of it looks like absolute shit. It's all over the place. And Goro specifically looks really weird to me. Like we're talking George Lucas prequel era CG quality to me. He just does not look right in motion against the background. I don't know what it is. Ooh, Goro? Yeah. I actually didn't mind them that much. I, I I mean, I've seen a lot of people point it out. I have seen... That was one thing TMK did say, I do recall, um, is that he really liked how Goro looked. No, like, I, I, I like his outfits, his general appearance, that's it. I'm talking about the quality of the CG. Sure, like, no, no, I, I don't understand. I, mean. I guess It just I it looks off to me. And I'm really worried about how it's going to look if this is what they want us to see for 0.5 seconds in a trailer. I know I'm being really alarmist here, but, you know, it's, I, I, I got to call the things I'm worried about as much as I got to call the things I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, when does this thing come out? General depth. It's in April. April 16th, I believe. April, okay. Uh, there's some weird-looking CG in this movie, in, in, in this trailer. That's definitely the case. There's some weird stuff in those flashes at the end that's like, what the hell is going on there? But, like, it is, like, the, there are some really good effects, There's but there's also some questionable ones. So, I mean, maybe they didn't have the finalized renders of some stuff or whatnot. I do like Goro's design, but, I mean, it's largely the MKX design, which I really like, too. Yeah. Um, I, I am worried that, like, it took them so long to get out a trailer for us after, like, you know, hyping it up for such a long period of time, and now we have it, and here's what Goro looks. Gives me kind of a... This is gonna be a lot more low-budget than we think it is kind of a fear, you know? 
Interesting. I honestly, I even the CG, I don't mind that much. I don't know. I'm not saying like that I have a superior <laughs> stance on this at all. I've seen a lot of people that say they do not like the way he looks. So I, I probably am the minority here, but to me, it looks fine. I don't know. Like it doesn't look amazing, but to me, I guess it just, when I watched it before, seeing like what other people thought of it i didn't i never even like paid it a second thought i just thought it looked fine looked neat Ugh. i i i have to admit i watched it a few times over and over again and i'm like is it just it's just the still shot is it just this other frame <laughs> and i'm like no guys i'm sorry the animatic from 95 looked better i don't want to sit here and compare the two of you over everything but this time i've gotta you know oh, i always love like practical effects over cgi anyways so i agree with you there i do like the way goro looks in the mk movie but i mean as far as like i don't know what the budget of this is either but i mean it could be worse i have seen straight to dvd films of recent years and they look really really right like I just don't want this to feel like it's going to be a straight-to-DVD feature. Like, sure, sure. so many people are holding this up as like, you know, I, 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 I kind of get the feeling that there's a whole new generation of MK fans out there right now, you know, right? And they want their own MK1995. They, they want something that they can go to the theaters and like, you know, have a, and like fucking have a blast with that has a huge impact on the games. And I'd love this to be that for their sake. But I just, I want this to be for them what 95 was for us. And I don't want this to be like dead or alive the movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fair to be concerned. I mean, just from a, had you seen nothing, just from a pure, the way video game movies generally turn out and the hype that surrounds them and then the expectations that go with that hype. And then when you finally get to see it, it's just so underwhelming or they got so many things wrong or just, yeah, some bad acting or whatever bad story so on and so forth so it's totally reasonable to have that concern so yeah no i don't think you're alone in that i think a lot of people are concerned some are excited i mean it it just ranges from the people's personalities i mean you're gonna have people that thinks this is the coolest thing ever and they're crying tears because of what they're seeing oh i just noticed that's her uh, arm blaster that's doing that yeah cool it's her arm blaster, but dude, that effect, I don't know what the fuck is coming out of that person. I think, okay, th- okay, I think it's supposed to be, like, all their all her blood and guts and whatnot, but, the, like, they're glowing with the sonic ring effect, I think. Is that what it is? It looks like yes, Ivan Ooze, dude. What I think is happening. It's like, it's, it's like, fruit gushers or some it, shit. Yeah, I will admit, that is the first thing I've seen so far that I can genuinely agree on looking horrible. Yeah, that, that, that's... Except for maybe Reptile. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, man, there, there's something weird going... But maybe, like, maybe this is not out of the oven. Maybe it won't look so much like Ivan Ooze whenever it's done, but, man. Yeah, that does look... That looks I rough. think it's supposed to be Sonya's ring effect lighting up guts or something I, I don't know and the ring of the, the ring is cool and i'm glad to see it that she's got it because i didn't actually notice yeah. that. that i didn't notice that until you just paused it here that's cool that's tight but man yeah that gushers effect is pretty tight is that baraka in the background is he it? has like an arm blade coming out it kind of looks like i hope it's not baraka I mean, no 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 yeah, that's... Say it doesn't look like baraka yeah. but he does have like a blade i, I think yeah, that's yeah, cool there's, there's someone there with like 
two arm blades, but they have hair. Is that supposed to be coal? I, maybe? Think, that, I, don't I know. think that's coal. Coal steel Weird. Baraka's arm blades? Weird. Is this dead chick Molina? I think it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, yeah, we got to talk about that. Well, yeah, they definitely spoiled a lot of deaths in the in the trailer. That was, was that Melina? My complaints. Yeah, that was clearly Melina. This is not on us. If you're ah. listening, you're disappointed. No, she'll it's be she'll, she'll I mean, be fine. The trailer, the trailer shows you like four deaths. She'll yeah. she'll she'll be fine. She'll, she'll she'll get back up. I'm pretty sure it has. I mean, if you don't want me to point these things out, <laughs> don't listen to this part. But I'm pretty sure you see I Melina, mean... reptile. Uh, Reiko. Uh, Reiko? Yes, you can see Reiko's moment there, I think. You There's Reiko? I'm pretty sure it's Reiko that Jax is jumping up and about ready to pound his face yeah, in. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Is it? Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, how did I not see that? The guy I... Jax is fighting is Reiko. Oh yeah, my. when you when he jumps up into the air, he's about ready to do like his MK2 fatality where he just slams both of his fists into his head. You can almost just see the rest of it happening in your, in your mind. Right here. This bitch right here is Reiko? Yeah, you can see his shoulder. His arm guards. Oh my god. And no, they did not give him his eye paint. See, this is what I'm talking about. See, I'm concerned about, like, signature aspects of characters, you know? I feel like it's not enough to just give some a pair of size and say, hey, look, it's Melina. That's so weird. Uh, Okay. That's weird. That's very weird. Um, I mean, on the one hand, yeah, like, go- he looks really good, by the way. One Lao looks pretty damn good. He looks really sick. Razor's right. I don't know what this Zordon shit is over here to the left. I don't know what's going on with that. The fucking, uh, the lightning rod? Yeah, I don't, like, some TARDIS-looking stuff. Um, but... I'm, I mean, like, the, the, the games themselves these days, they often treat a lot of the C and lower string characters as like uh, jobber guys who who just die in the background different stuff all the time here and there Uh, oh yeah this is in line with the comics I mean mean, you're gonna get people that just apparently show up and die Yeah, even in MK Annihilation that freaking happened with like rain and stuff this is a general Mortal Kombat proviso if your favorite character is a villain don't expect character development unless you're very, very lucky once every 30 years and you're a Baraka fan. <laughs> that's it. Otherwise, your, your guys, they're there to eat shit, run away, or die. They Usually are. Die. Fucking Kung Lao parrying this uh, Kano blast, I guess, is pretty tight. I like that shit. And Raiden looks fucking sick right here. Yeah, this is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's along my scenes in this that I think like that that's on par with like the the Luke Kang one and stuff like that. I don't know who this dead guy is yeah. in the foreground here, but Raiden looks really like good. Think of the, the living forest. Yeah, it kinda does look like that. Guys, it's that yeah, that's a really the, good shot. The vines or whatever. I like and, that he's actually he looks he he actually looks like he could be wearing his MK one outfit under there in a uh, in a way. He does. Yeah. I mean yeah well, it it's uh he looks fucking like it's uh, it's not like a it's not ornate there's not all this nice gaudy shit everywhere like it is kind of roby he looks like an old Jedi he looks like Obi-Wan with a cool hat yeah uh 
but this about yeah this special effect here all this shit looks really fucking good this is an example of really nice special effects and there's a lot of them but there's some gushers too this outfit I'm not so crazy about but the other one was tight yeah, it's a little bit too blue for the brown vest. I'm, I'm not sure about it. Luke Skywalker. Can we talk about, can we talk about Kano? Please. I'm afraid about Kano. Let's do it. Let's talk okay, about so Kano. Apparently, uh, the shot of him firing the laser out of his eye is reversed in the trailer, according to the directors and the producers. Oh, oh That's yeah. going to be... F- that should be fixed for the final release. Because it's coming out of the wrong goddamn eye. Oh, okay. Yeah, they even brought that up in the in their cast reaction video where all of them are watching the trailer for the first time. Okay. One of the producers mentions that, like, he mentioned the fan that brought that up, and he's like, "Don't worry, guys, it'll be fine in the thing. It was done for the trailer." So yeah. Is there any idea who this guy is that Goro's about to just fuck up? I that feel was- like it's. Probably Cole again. It does. It does not look like Kong Lao or Liu Kang. Yeah. I don't know what he's wearing. It looks like Zod. It does look. Yeah, good. a little bit. It's looks like some Aquaman shit. Like I don't know what he's got going on there. But he doesn't look like Cole to me. He like he looks more like a Johnny Cage. Yeah, <laughs> he looks kind. Of, he looks more like just like a maybe. like a white guy, some white guy. It's like he's maybe collecting, I don't know, Scorpion Eskarma or something. Something. But he's, I mean, presumably he's about to get fucked up. <laughs> really bad, but I don't know. Um, what else do we got here? Man, why are they making him look like Ryu? For real. I don't understand that at all. I, I, maybe it's supposed to be an Easter egg, a nice reference. They, they had to know they were inviting comparisons. You would think, one would think, but it's like, maybe not? I don't know. What do we actually think of Scorpion and Sub-Zero's outfits? Uh, okay, the the one thing that I, I have heard about Sub-Zero is that like he is an outworlder here, right? In this movie, that's what I've yeah. heard. He's supposed to be... Him and Cabal, who is also visible in this very briefly. Oh, is somewhere. he? Shit. Yeah. Him, Cabal, they've just been shifted off to Outworld because, you know, evil, they look scary or whatever. And, you know, that's that's obviously disappointed to me on a couple of levels, especially with Cabal, but... Cabal especially, than... that's really bizarre. Like, Sub-Zero is, you know, they're half Outworld whatever, so it's, like, not that much of a stretch, but it's still not... It's still a change. It's still definitely a change. I, but but knowing that, okay, they're he he's coming to the tournament and he's in the movie from that from an outworld, like like background or whatever. His the changes to his outfit make more sense. It's okay that they don't look super human. They don't look super earth really. They look kind of they look kind of alien sort of in a lot of ways. I feel that any any concept of like a modern day ninja aspect has been kind of tossed out the window in yeah. favor of like I guess kind of modern day foreign alien samurai I suppose <laughs> alien samurai yeah I mean yeah not, not hating it just making the observation no no yeah, yeah that's what's tough about it like it's not bad and I can definitely recognize it as Sub Zero but yeah it is different it's too. Different. It's, it's more than I can say for, like, Melina. I'm sorry to say it, but... And surprisingly enough, like, 
after I learned about the Outworld thing and I thought about that, the his like whatever you want to call it, the cowl thing on his head, the whatever, and how it's like sculpted and grooved and scalloped like Scorpions has been in the past a lot. Um, it kind of feels more okay. It kind of feels more like it makes sense with the Outworld stuff because to me the weird alieny type idea that him that it's coming from Outworld. That feels even more natural to me than it did, like, on Scorpion, who came from hell. Uh, like, this is, like, he... It's okay that he feels weird and otherworldly here, and that weird scallop thing is, is okay, the weird cowl. Um, I mean, I still would have preferred, obviously, him to look like a ninja, but... Yeah. He comes off as such a fucking badass enforcer in this trailer. Like I do like this moment here we're looking at right now, where like the shotgun, sh- like the shotgun shards are just going towards his face. It's like no, yeah, I don't care. He and he's he seems like such a, a a threat. I think that's kind of the thing that I like about it. He's just fucking walk around and that shot of him later on doing the fucking ice shower as he's walking down the street or whatever. Like, oh, I love that shot. It's a, it's, it's going to be a good movie for Behan fans, I think. It, it, like and that that's what's so fucking cool about the situation. That's something that we definitely I feel like we didn't get from the first Mortal Kombat movie that much. Uh as far as like personalities and, and a little bit of flavor of each of Scorpion and Sub Zero specifically. And we definitely get that in this movie. Um yeah. I mean, to the some degree. Have come a long way since then. I mean, they they a lot more to really they have. Um But man, yeah. Beyond comes across as a fucking like Nightmare. Like, he seems... Okay, like, this guy, he seems like a guy that Shang... You can understand why Shang wanted him as a as an enforcer for his side. Yeah. Um, if that is the background they're going to, because, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I don't know if the... I don't know if there's much Lin Kuei involvement in the story here. Maybe he's I'll, not. I don't know. I'd like to hear the words Lin Kuei and Shirai Ryu. We've had, you know... I, I, you know, it, it should go without saying, but, you know, we haven't yet. We haven't I yet, no. I, I would be... God, he looks like fucking Ryu. There's Cabal, by the way. Oh, that's Cabal? Dude. He had a mask. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> he, he fucking behind looks tight. Uh, okay. Cabal is also the one that's doing like a low block against Liu Kang's giant fire dragon. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I didn't know who that was either. Man, that's they're going an interesting route with some of these other characters. Um, I can't really comment much about Cabal, but I'm just glad he has his hook swords. That's that's something, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I really need to see that. Swords. I need to see that mask. Yeah, we definitely got a nomadish kind of Dune like appearance. But yeah, we, until we see the mask, we don't really know exactly what he's got going on. If he looks like he's coming out of Dune, then they've done right. That's all I gotta say. Um, yeah, it looks baggy, ragged. Very wastelandish. He might. I can see what looks almost like a gas mask with the with the goggles up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, some different appearance, but in general, it looks like from the neck down at least. So far, it looks like the ball. There's a Mad Max type vibe going on there. Yeah. Um, I I'm not I'm not I'm not thinking about this movie in terms of sequels or anything because, whatever. That, uh, I don't like doing that, but 
just one more the last thing about Sub Zero. If this dude is this scary and as big of a deal to the main group as he is, I mean, obviously they're having him be the one to to disarm Jax and all that stuff. Um, it should make for it even like more interesting and, and important and big moment whenever Kawhi Liang does show up, if they go that route. Um, because of how fucking much of a, a problem that his brother was in this movie. And that wasn't really so much a thing in Annihilation in Mortal Kombat 1, which there was a bunch of other stuff going on. Like, it's fine. I get it. Uh, that wasn't God, a... That was the worst in Annihilation. I remember when I was young, <laughs> I, I didn't get to see either movie in the theaters because I was just too young at that point. But I remember when Annihilation came out. When did Annihilation come out? Like, 97? 97. I took a girl to it on a date. Ooh. That relationship didn't go anywhere. Oh. So I was I was seven years old at the time, and my older brother was who's eight years older than me, was a huge Mortal Kombat fan as well. Um, and that's why I got to play it so young uh-huh. <laughs> when I started out. But uh, anyways, I remember he went and saw the movie in the theater, and he's like, that was one of his biggest complaints, because Sub-Zero is his favorite character. It's like, yeah, Sub-Zero's only in it for, like, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the... I couldn't believe it. Uh. So, that was just so dumb. It's a... Uh, it- it's a thing, and I'm glad that doesn't seem... Hope that doesn't seem like it's going to be the case here a little bit. I really like what the, the personality and whatnot. Man, they tried to do that blood shit with Sub-Zero so much in the video games, it never looks cool. Like, his x-rays, he'll pull that shit out and shove it in somewhere, but it never really feels that cool. But here, he, like, cuts you, freezes the blood immediately, and then he stabs you with your own blood, like... It reads a lot better in this than it does ever oh, in, yeah. in the game. It's better than like MK9 or X or whatever when he like crushes your spleen yeah, and like yeah, pulls yeah. out like a weird spike or something. It definitely looks better. It looks way better here. The uh, NRS games have a habit of making their blood look like liquid gelatin. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> They're, yeah, it's a thing. Um, this Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. This does have like the right kind of visual kind of consistency to look like just straight up frozen blood. It's good. It, I mean, it's it's really cool because they make sure... I mean, I had to watch it a billion times and what the fucking is even going on here, but like, yeah, he slashes you and it bleeds. He grabs the blood he just fucking slashes you with and then does the thing. It's really stylish. It's really nice. And then he meter burns the throat through the wall here. It's really sick. Yeah, uh, that is super cool. I love stuff like that. That's, that's honestly, like when you were talking about how, you know, the pros and cons of this versus like the potential of this and what we've seen in the trailer versus the MK, you know, 95 movie is like, that was my biggest hope for this in terms of just the style of like seeing them use all of these abilities that they've gained over the years. I mean, they've done so many crazy things in the games now, like ice walls and random shit that they can create. I want to see a lot more of that. And I think you're onto something that the story might suffer a bit here versus well, the 95 movie. But I think we're going to see so many, like, them trying to make this like a video game in a way where you get to see all the, you get to point and ooh and ah at all the cool shit that they're doing. Yeah, see, that's it. I feel like if you're looking for an adaptation of the story of Mortal Kombat, 95 is still going to be it for you. If you're looking for more of an adaptation of the one-on-one fighting game, this might be more up your alley. Yeah, I I just wanted to say that, like, now... Because it feels like so much of this is taking place in like streets and like this frozen urban building. 
I don't know if we're getting Shang Tsung's island at all. It does not look that way. Like, I, I don't think that was in a couple of the scripts, at least. So this is going to be like a tournament. I don't know where it's happening, but it's probably not going to be... There's probably not going to be a dragon boat. Let's put it that way. I don't think that that's <laughs> happening. No dragon so, boat? Take, take your losses with your victories. It's not going to be a perfect movie, but, you know, 95 wasn't either. I, I, uh, it, it made me think of, uh, an interesting question for me anyway, hearing everybody's thoughts that have come out since this thing and hearing, um, the different opinions about it. It's obviously divisive and whatnot, but everything that comes out with Mortal Kombat's name on it is, so that's nothing new. And, and, and that's okay. That That's part of what's interesting about it. Um, it's interesting hearing p- the different aspects of Mortal Kombat that are deal breakers for different people, be- sure. and, and 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 they're not like there's so many of them. There's 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 so many different answers for that question. Oh yeah, I mean as a with any franchise really. I mean like you get into like Star Wars and all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hardcore fan bases. You have fans of different types that are looking for different things. You have the story fans, the character fans, the uh, all sorts of random stuff going on. Just the, the fans of the the fantasy, just the settings, and so yeah. on and so forth. So that's why you get like such division amongst the fans of what they're looking for, and even among the fans themselves, you get like we've seen it over just with this trailer. Like I've seen people really hating on this movie for months now basically in the discord that we're going off scripts and whatnot without seeing anything yet, just purely off of what they read in the script. And my feeling is a lot of those people were probably not going to like this anyways, just because they're just, this is just not for them. I don't feel like, I feel like, which sucks because a movie should be for all fans, right? Ideally you're trying to please as many people as possible just financially from a a business standpoint, but also you want this to be successful and regarded and held into, you know, make people like the 95 movie where people look at this as one of the the more successful video game movies out there. But my concern is you have, you already have very audiences that are very different. Like on Twitter, you see a lot of the, people are crying over this and thinking it's like the most amazing thing they've ever watched. And they watched it 5 billion times and they think it's the coolest thing ever. And maybe they didn't get the 95 movie there because maybe they're younger. Maybe they're, you know, 15, yeah. 16. So this is their, like Chad was saying, this is their 95 movie. So they think this is the most amazing thing, which is fine. Just as thinking this is dog shit and whatnot that's also fine everybody's allowed to feel i just i'm most curious about like and i wrote this on twitter i'm most curious about the people that are going in with a desire to like it but also cautious optimism and not afraid to call it out on its bullshit too and just kind of keep it an open mind i think that's the most important thing is keeping an open mind if you've already written this off before you even saw the trailer as going to be absolute garbage and then when you watch the trailer and you said that was trash, I don't really, like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about your opinion at that point on this particular thing. Same with the people that are just praising this to no end and they think nothing's wrong and they're willing to just bypass Reptile looking like a weird lizard man and Melina potentially not looking 
which I want to comment on one more thing on that, not looking as good as she she could, like as faithful to the character she could, or the coal stuff, or the, the birthmarks and the stuff that we've talked about. Like, I just want people to kind of have an open mind. And that doesn't mean just praise everything. That just means, like, don't form an opinion too early to where you're not willing to come back on that opinion a bit is all and that goes both ways i hope i hope people that think it's the most amazing thing ever i mean that's great that they like it but i would hope that they at least because there is merit to calling them out on their bullshit like chad said on twitter like you gotta you gotta call them out on the things that they're doing blatantly wrong especially the little things that they could have like things that do matter to people that they could have easily done right. That's the worst offenders. Like if it's a big budget thing and they just like, like, or it's a small budget thing and it's it's a costly thing that couldn't just get perfect, that makes sense, shit happens. But if it's something that's so simple and they just it just looks like they didn't care about it, they just didn't care about the source material and they just said, fuck it, we'll just do this random thing that's clearly not paying, you know, paying their respects to fans and these characters and treating them with respect. And that's the stuff that I find really bothersome. So I hope people call them out on that. And you need, you need like the, the YouTubers and all the random content creators or influencers as they call them. You need them to call them out on their bullshit too. You can't just have them, the people with millions of followers just praising it to no end as if it's God's gift to us because then they're never going to change. You need to it just, it's, it's all a fine balance is all I'm asking with people is have an open mind, but also just be like respectfully critical, I guess. Does that make sense? No, it really does. I'm trying to be as nice as I possibly can, considering all the things I'm worried about or slash dislike. But I, I, you know, I feel like this movie is just really heavily operating under MK95's shadow really hard. And it's doing its best just judging by the choices it's making and the things it's going for to go as far out of its way as possible to tell a story that's as grounded in MK as 95 was, but shows us all the things we didn't, that we never got a chance to see in either that or Annihilation. So I have to give it credit for that, but, you know, like, like, like we're saying, I you can't just give someone a pair of size and call them Melina. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm afraid of, you know? Sure. What, and that, thanks for bringing that back up. Because one thing I did want to point out about that is, I don't know what the hell this means, but there, somebody said um, there's more to her in the movie or something. I can't remember what the quote was. Gosh, what the heck was that quote? Somebody was, one of the producers or somebody that worked on the, the film said something in regards to uh, I wish I could pull up the quote should have had it ready I thought I could remember it but like I said no. I should remember his like part. I'm saying like like I said obviously we've seen like three four seconds of her that shot where, where she actually has her back to the camera and she's walking that looks pretty cool yeah and, you know, like m- maybe she'll sprout fangs when she's angry I guess but <laughs> yeah, be I- I'll, I'll be kind of disappointed that, like, it, it, it doesn't even look like she's going to be wearing a mask at all so, I hope she's sprouting fangs at least. I don't, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see, but, you know, she's one of the things I'm more concerned about. Sure. She doesn't look a lot like the Molina that I know at all. 
Yeah, I wish I could find that quote. It's something about there's more to her in the movie or something. I don't know what that means though. Like I remember seeing could, that too. You could you could interpret that as oh she has more scenes in the movie. This isn't it, just in the trailer. Well, I would take that as a duh. I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope that's not just it for the character. But or you could take it as that's not her like her final form, so to speak. I use that loosely, but it's like <laughs> there's more to see of her in the movie, and that's not that's not it. I Don't really like me. that. Don't tell me. Her tattoo comes off <laughs> and starts like circling in on itself and it explodes, right? <laughs> I really like the fan the fan mock up of what she would look like with all the fangs coming out of like her cheeks and the, or like as uh with the like the more like creepy tongue going on. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, but somebody made a really cool oh, mock up nice. using that here I'll put it in the chat. showing the potential of it like even using the design they currently have not changing the teeth but opening up her cheeks and putting a lot more crazy things going on and then giving her the creepy tongue like that alone seemed to have like i don't know some sort of weird scarification around the there's something going on yeah with her mouth situation um mm. I don't know. Who knows? Brusque had said at one point that the actress that plays her like tweeted out or put on her Instagram at some point a while back that she had to use some prosthetic tongue. So it's odd that her tongue looks just completely normal in the trailer. I don't I don't know. But I also can't think logically why would she look like this and then all of a sudden just her tongue change in the middle of the movie. So that would that also is odd, so I don't I don't really know. I don't have an answer for that, nor am I holding my breath on that her appearance is going to radically change from the trailer. So. She doesn't look that different later on in the, like later on in the trailer when like Sonia blows her guts out. It's like her face looks normal there too, from what I can yeah. tell. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Hmm. Uh, one one little thing, not a lot of people are talking about, but um, something I appreciate. Yes. The musical beats in this. Oh, great stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I am one way or another looking forward to this soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if they're going to give us, like, epic orchestral techno syndrome for uh, as rendered for cinema, I'm all about that. I need to hear some of that shit. It's going to be good. One of, the, one of the cast members, I think it was Kung Lao, um, the guy that plays Kung Lao in the movie, during their live, are their their reaction to the trailer where all of them watched it together, all the cast members. He, uh, at the end of the video, he actually plays the MK theme on the, uh, on the piano. So that was kind of cool. Like on that Aww. keyboard or whatever. That is How cool. sweet. That's yeah. Tight. I mean, they all genuinely come across as fans, which I appreciate. They don't seem like they're just in it to make a buck or, you know, what is this random thing that these crazy fans are in love with that now we're going to disappoint them. They all seem really invested in the movie itself doesn't mean it's going to be great or anything but at least you can show they're putting their own hearts into it and trying to do what they think makes for a good movie so we'll see how that turns out yeah folks, oh, rather just, that than yeah just a bunch of shit bags that don't give a fuck folks just remember like if, if, if we get even that like actors who are enthused about their parts who want to be part of mortal Kombat, regardless of whatever like comes out the pike on the other end. Don't shit on the actors for it on social media. That should go without saying, but you know, yeah. if they're excited to be part of this, if they wanted to make something cool happen, 
Uh, don't yeah. shit on the actors. Yeah, that should go without saying, but it should probably be said. You oh, know, yeah, it should be said given like how yeah characters from Star Wars are treated and like chased off of Twitter and complete shit bags. People like making making them feel horrible just for playing a character that somehow you know didn't turn out the way they wanted. Which like said like you said, that's not the actors. <laughs> no, the <laughs> actors aren't writing this shit. Yeah, these guys are just fucking saying lines that somebody gave them, man. They're not writing this shit. Chill out. It's okay. Even the writer, like, you can't necessarily... No, it's... Put all yeah. the blame on, like, there's no, no you one can't. person making these decisions where this, this is a... There's a lot of gears in play that yeah. creates the final product. A lot of it behind the scenes, a lot of it corporate, a lot of it on the front lines. I mean, it's it's everybody's kind of got their hand on it, but there's a lot of people that are just innocent parties that are just doing their part to make the movie as best as they can. So, yeah, it's... That's the tough part, is the best you can do is just voice your opinion, the good, the bad, and hopefully they, if it's successful enough, they will take the feedback that was given to them on what worked, what didn't work, and apply it to any potential sequels that they make. That's all you can really hope for, and that's what we should expect and hope for them, hope from them, given any sequels that they learn from any mistakes that did not go over well with a large portion of the fans that they're vocal about and make a better movie the next time. So, so you guys are going to go in theaters? You're going to watch it on HBO? What's the deal? Is it both? Is it, like is it, is it getting released both, both ways? Okay. You can see it in IMAX. <sighs> Man, I haven't even been to a theater wow. here because COVID hit like shortly after I got here. So yeah. I don't and I don't know. That's a good question. I would love, I mean, Kidney is like, go see it in the theater because yeah. you can see it more on that movie in the theater. But my honest, like, feelings over, <laughs> I just, I was just like, I'll watch it when it comes out, but I'm not that, like, even before the trailer got announced, I wasn't really that excited for this. I would say, and I think maybe that's why I personally received the trailer pretty well, is because after hearing so many people like very negative on the script without like going into the script myself to know what what people are negative about but i didn't have a whole lot of hopes for this like i didn't really particularly care for legacy either i don't even know if i even finished legacy i just not i was not really that excited for this or looking forward to it so when we got what we got i was like huh this actually looks better than what i was expecting yeah so that's how low my expectations had got you know, so, I think that's the kind of vibe I get out of this legacy, you know? Ups and downs, some things are great, other things not so much, but um, at least Raiden is not being confined to a psychiatric institution and being lobotomized, so... Boy, the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, legacy was... I'll take my victories where I can get them. It's a... <sighs> yeah, I mean, that... Yeah, honestly, I saw, um, like, a month ago, before the trailer actually came out, obviously, uh... Somebody had made it seem like the trailer was out, so I was like, "Oh, so I'll go on YouTube yeah. for the trailer." And I it was and just I a bunch it. of fucking legacy clips. Yeah, put legacy together. clips put together. I was with so some, pissed with some footage I didn't recognize, and I was like, I honestly thought like that was what we were getting at first, and I was like, it's really odd that they use reused legacy footage, but okay. <laughs> I was really disappointed, and I didn't have expectations. So I was like, oh. Oh, this is horrible. So yes, this was a much better trailer to get. 
than seeing really bad Cyrax CGI. As happy as I was to see Cyrax in the trailer, I was like, "Man, you, this is not good." So anyway, but yeah, no, um, I'm cautiously. Oh, and I did want to comment. You had mentioned earlier that it took them forever to show us the trailer, and this is what we got. Like, kind of, there was some CGI that was questionable with like Goro and stuff. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know if that was. Like, even Godzilla vs. King Kong, for some reason, trailer came out two months before the movie. Like, it just came out recently, and that movie comes out before Mortal Kombat. So I don't know if it's, yeah, like, an HBO, like it's, it might be like HBO Max. Like, somebody's passing down from WB or HBO Max or something that apparently two months beforehand is when we're getting these trailers for these big movies. So Very strange tact to take. Like, maybe they're understaffed as a vocal of the situation. I don't know. Maybe I mean I, I don't necessarily hate it so much because it kind of helps manage hype with like the as we kind of like I, I still hope the next NRS game is only announced like six months before the game comes out like MK11 was that was so much easier yeah but yeah I was definitely skeptical about what we were gonna get purely on how long they waited most movies do not wait two months before the movie we're we're used to like a year out getting the first scenes of it or whatever so yeah I don't know I, I had to step out and like place an order for food or whatever when you guys were talking about Sub-Zero's costume but I know a lot of people weren't digging it so much um, definitely needs more blue would be nice but I think the fact that it's Han and we know he eventually becomes new I'm wondering if maybe that plays into it a little bit they're just kind of already going a little bit heavy on the black though I that might take away from the the difference between them like the change I don't you know, know. Th th there's a lot of stuff that, well I don't know about a lot but there's some speculation out there I've seen that says you know what if all this is like prequel setup you know like why Kano doesn't have his face plates things like that yeah and it would make a certain degree of sense I guess and he's on the good side. I use that in quotation marks. Was that the case in MK1? Didn't he fight for... No. For, in, in MK1, he was completely... He was already... Okay. He was always evil. So then uh, I wonder if that plays into it, because wasn't it part of his backstory that he betrayed Sonya at some point? Or is that just a what later game thing? Uh, okay. Going back. Original timeline, uh, Su Hao was the mole character, and they all... And Kano was always, you know, the head of the Black Dragon, and so right. was always out to get him to he killed her partner or fiance or her dog or whatever. You know? Okay. New timeline. Uh, Kano is rewritten as, as taking Su Hao's part in, as like the mole in the special forces organization. So here, I don't know. Uh, it is weird to see them on the same side. Which I'm I sure will change by the end of the movie. I would expect fully that yeah, he betrays them. But I'd be surprised I, I, I that doesn't change. Going, it's so cool that Kano's a good guy now. It's such a great change from the OG series. I'm like, uh, you should be glad I don't have your address. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just stop. Well, I yeah, mean, no. yeah, it's also like, boy, are you setting yourself up, turn. dude? I th there's no way I can buy that he doesn't flip before the end of the movie. Yeah, I, I can, totally expect that. Um, but I no, buy good it, guy Kano as much as I buy Dr. Baraka MD. <laughs> yeah. It could lead into your, oh god. Code name. <laughs> Talk about comparisons of taking your blessings when you can get uh -huh. <laughs> um, Yeah. I, I could see that your your potential theory of it being more of like a prequel setup film 
that's kind of like takes place technically like it's kind of a weird position to be in of taking place before mk1 and that would explain why kano is with them to kind of set up that backstory um that may play into it yeah you might be onto something there that'd be interesting it's 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 possible i wouldn't mind that being the case could also explain why johnny's not there and maybe that's to set him up from coming for coming into the second one i at least then you i would hope they wouldn't rehash the whole what is this tournament bullshit going on this is all like make-believe random stuff like this isn't real like they kind of played up before that would be kind of lame to just re redo the same thing if they do that with Cole this time but yeah, no. Um, just to reiterate, for anybody that didn't see my Twitter post, um, kind of my highlights and lowlights and things that I'm just kind of indifferent on, I really like what they're doing with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I think they look really awesome in the trailer. Um, their scenes are, in my opinion, the best ones that we saw in the trailer. They just look really cool. Like Django said, I love when he's throwing the ice down from the, the sky. And yeah, should be so cool. tight. Love when he creates the ice wall. Um, I love the scene of Liu Kang walking with the sun in the background. That's just classic MK stuff. Like to me, it just brings me back to those backgrounds and the bios and the stuff like that from the original game, where you had the backgrounds behind the characters on the select screen and when they're given their bio and ending and stuff, and you have the sun behind Liu Kang. Like that just screams like that to me. The like, sun behind Liu Kang is a highlight yeah. trailer. For me. Yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Um, I do like seeing, you know, Melina, like the, the locales look really good and seeing Melina, like the behind shot from her, when she's walking, like that's a great shot. I really um, like this shot right here. For some reason, like I wouldn't have thought about, and this is not like any kind of classic Mortal Kombat location or anything like that, but there's something really cool that I like about it. This feels really mk to me i think what it is yeah. is just is it uh, all the ice it's the ice, is cool. <laughs> the ice is cool uh it's th- it's this obviously modern setting with these two obviously mythic characters meeting they're doing something and that clash between the two uh of these people that these figures that don't fit with the surroundings that they're in but it they they look incredibly like comfortable here like this is not the first time they've done this this is this is something that isn't super unusual to these two it's that kind of thing is really interesting to me and for some reason that feels really mortal Kombat to me i i, I like this shot for that for, for that reason they did a cool I thing mean, it, it feels like it tells the story of two people who have danced dancing yeah it does before. i mean from a story perspective yes but also like it also looks like Mortal Kombat just because just the way it's set up, that looks like a stage in Mortal Kombat. Like it does, yeah, you're right. On a yeah. 2D kind of walking plane where it's like, hey, they're about ready to throw down. Like, right, very totally, much. With the wide screen and everything, like, stand out like that. And, and, you know, just the thought, you could do that in a billion different ways, and you could, of Raiden and Shang Tsung talk, being somewhere to talk shit or hash something out or whatever like I'm sure they've done several times because this is the ninth or 10th 10th tournament now they've done this in a billion different eras and whatnot because these uh tournaments take they're long there's lots of generations of them we see fucking uh Kung, the great Kung Lao there in the past too we actually okay how do we feel about Shang because we haven't talked about Shang yet. we haven't talked about Shang yet that's true 
Uh, it looks me, like they're... I, go, yeah, you could go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, I like the way he looks, like the actor looks. I think, obviously, they're kind of capturing that same, you know, vibe with Shang that we've seen. But, like... I mean, the chest armor, the, the shoulder armor does look a little strange, as has been... As has been said in like the Discord and stuff, looking kind of like Freddy's weird soul chest and weird stuff. I, I get that totally. I get that vibe from it. Um, I don't think he looks bad. I don't think he looks great. He's just kind of in my middle category where I need to see more. I mean, is he going to wear that the whole movie? Uh, what what's like? I like his narration. He's the one doing a lot of the narrating in the in the film, right? Or in this trailer, right? Presumably. He's the one that says, "No matter how many peop- of my people you yeah. put in the ground." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that then I love his voice. I think his voice sounds awesome. I think he looks good right there. Um, the wardrobe, I can take or leave. That's kind of where I'm up in the air on everything else. I like. I um, I would make one major adjustment: facial hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was it was weird in '95 when Kerry Tagawa didn't have it, but you know, we all got used to it. I don't know why, for the life of me, you do not give him the goatee. It's such a, it's such a piece of shang. That it's th- that aside, you know, I'm, I'm on the same boat. Take or leave the armor. Yeah, the it does good. Like, the voice strike is good. Me as, yeah, voice for sure. It doesn't strike me as like unfitting of him. It just, I mean, we. I feel like a lot of his other outfits in the games themselves would have been nice to draw from like the robes and stuff like that would have been nice for sure to get so this looks a little strange but maybe in part of the movie he takes off the chest piece and stuff and he goes down to just more of like a, a jacket and robe or something like that more of a classic pattern this look yeah there... i love the headpiece little, little hair piece there yeah cool. it looks like they're going for like a, a mongolian type thing with him over yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. like the the traditional like chinese aristocrats uh sorcerer guy uh he looks more like a mongolian warrior or some stuff or some kind of something like that in this movie i can actually mm. say that he does look like he could be thousands of years old and this is just the stuff he wears yeah 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 i could agree with that for sure i get that vibe it kind of yeah it gives me that big trouble in little china vibe where it's like this dude i think we're gonna see like it would be nice to see him at some point as super old I think, I think this actor would look really good, super old. Yeah. Like, with the gray hair and all that, like, maybe that's when you bring in the facial hair and everything. I would love to see that. I, yeah, we, we, we could really use Old Man Shang in some adaptation. It's over yeah. here. Sub is tight in this trailer. Have I said that yet? Yes, yes, you have. He's kind of tight. You know who's, you know what? I like, I don't mind listening to Sonya in this trailer either. <laughs> That's a first. Wow, I mean, that's a first for me. We're doing good for Sonya nowadays. You know, and by doing good, I mean yes. We, we literally not Ronda Rousey. It was obvious that she was pretty rough to begin with, but then when they brought in the Bridget Wilson, <laughs> yeah, the voice from the movie, it's like, oh, oh, thank now, God. Now this is oh. really just pointing out how bad that really was. Yeah, I, I, I can't comment like much on Sonya here. I don't get much more than a second or two of her, but she seems okay. She's got the looks. She's got, got the moves. For sure. Yeah. Got some Sonic now. rings and that's really cool to see. I like that she's yeah. interested in something that's not just 
Who the fuck is Kano? Yeah. That's true. We're going to have at least what feels like a majority of the movie that will not be Kill Kano. Strangely, it'll be like, hey, Kano, what's up, buddy? <laughs> but, it will. Yeah, about that. Or yeah. At least it's not Kill Kano. <laughs> not right away, anyway. Not right away. It's, and that's probably going to change. By the end of the yeah, movie, I mean, she'll probably be Kill Kano. It's so diabolical on screen that gives us, the viewer, and anybody that's not like familiar with Mortal Kombat, more of a reason to want to see this guy get it. Like, yeah, dude, he's gonna kill her. Cole. I mean, that is one thing in like the original movie. It's like we know she doesn't like Kano. We know he killed her partner, or whatever. But like being able to see it visually, yeah. like get invested in this character. Obviously, we know what's coming. We know he's gonna be a piece of shit, and we're expecting that. But from like a casual viewer that may not know what's going on, to see him potentially be one of the good guys and I still think he's going to be a little piece of shit throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. but seeing him on the good side and then maybe seeing him kill like a character that we love off or something to really enrage us as the viewer might get us even more invested in that rivalry yeah I, I take a bet of who that character is going to be <laughs> who's that one <laughs> I mean, the most expendable probably <laughs> which we all know who that is I think we're all thinking it I know we're all thinking it, but we have to say. I'm it. hoping it's Cole Young. I'm hoping it's not Kung Lao. <laughs> just seeing the eye laser go to Kung Lao has me a little worried, and just how he's all yeah. fucked over yeah. again. But yes, I would. I'd be all for him turning on Cole Young. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, Cole Young seems. Oh, uh... I think I, I think Cole's pretty safe, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna see why. Yeah. Just watch the trailer really carefully for a second. I, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks good. It looks good. I, I, uh, I'm, but, well, it's like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's the best way to put I'm it, I think. I will give it my time. I may give it my money if theaters are back open near me by that time. That is a pet peeve I want to address now that you mentioned that that you will give it your money like anybody and i've seen people on twitter on discord whatever saying this but it's like oh i'm gonna watch it but i'm not gonna pay for it and it's like come on like if you're intrigued enough to watch it you should be paying for it like it's just so unfair to me to be like this looks like absolute dog shit i'm not gonna pay for this but i'm going to watch it like i get you not i get you not wanting to give them your money if you genuinely think it's gonna be bad but then you shouldn't be watching it. Like, that's my perspective. Is like, if you think it looks so bad that you're not willing to pay for it, then you shouldn't be watching it to begin with. Like, you shouldn't be able to just get it for free because you don't think it's going to be good. Like, I don't. I don't. Just, think wait, it's right just wait six months till it's on Netflix or some shit. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> and or get HBO Max and it's ten bucks or whatever the hell it is, ten or fifteen bucks, and you can watch all the other movies that are on there. Like, at least then you're not. Directly giving it to this movie, you're giving it to your service. No, you're giving it to the Snyder Cut. I just just take issue with that. Like, if you don't like if you don't like what you're seeing to the point where you want you don't want to pay for it, that's fine. I don't have any problem with that. You're entitled to that opinion. But it's like you want your cake, but or you want to eat your cake and have it too. Like you want to be able to watch it to shit on it. And just to confirm that you do not like what you're seeing, which is fine, but you want it for free, and that's just not 
if they've intrigued you enough to 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 at least want to see what they're doing, whether for good or bad, then you should be paying for it. That's just my that's just my thing. I mean, that's not really an anti-torrenting thing or anything like that. It's just more of a I don't know. I just think that's like I said, you're kind of wanting you're wanting both sides of it. The it, it's definitely gotten me interested enough where or I'll check it out. It'll probably be the HBO Max route is probably the way that I'll go. It's also a self-fulfilling prophecy when you're like, this movie's going to tank. It's going to do so shitty. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> like, you can't I will give it a shot. I will give it a shot. I was in the book before. I was like, I'm not even going to fucking bother. Call me when the watch party's happening. But now I've seen enough to go, okay, they're paying attention. There are some things that they're doing really well. There's some nice deep cuts there. I don't think it's going to be everything I want it to be, but I'm willing to take it on, on its own terms. Can't be MK95 because MK95 is just so much, so give us what you can. And that's fine. Yeah. It, it, it is funny how... That, <laughs> doesn't it look weird? It's ogre. It's not, it's not Shao Kahn. It's fucking ogre. Ugh. I think... The Shao Kahn, man, that Kung Lao kick is really fucking yeah. sick as well. Yeah, a funny. Kung Lao kick. Is that cool. Kung Lao should just being Kung Lao as fuck. Uh, God, yeah, he looks. He definitely looks like a highlight. The, yeah, the Shao Kahn statue is something that kind of sticks out to me. It, like, it doesn't look bad, but it also just kind of reminds me, like, oh, they're they're that's from the video game, uh, yeah. which shouldn't be a bad thing. It's weird to think that because it doesn't make sense logically. Because yeah, yeah, all of this is from a video game. <laughs> It's the head tails, man. I, I can't get over those head tails. Yeah, it's the bunny thing from. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why they chose that one. It's it is. It, it, I don't know. It's it's distracting. I don't know. It's weird. It's fine. It'll I be mean, if you're like a huge fan of modern Shao Kahn and you're just a huge fan of MK11 and that's your like that's your Shao Kahn. This is probably I'm... amazing to you, which I get it. A lot of us, you know, were. Our Shao Kahn is still that classic MK3 one, so or MK2. God, yes, it is. It's 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 weird. Like I do like Mortal Kombat 11 Shao Kahn visually, not any other way. But I don't. It's it. I don't like seeing it here for some reason. This is this looks strange. That this is a. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I don't think it's going to be any surprise that a lot of what they're trying to capture is more of a modern Mortal Kombat. Not a, well, yeah. It... Not 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 trying to appease the, the classic crowd as much as... I mean, we the classic crowd already got their MK movie, at least, with 95. Yeah. I don't think that's going to change with this, no matter what, unless they really, really catered to that crowd. But just, I mean, looking at the character design... Yeah, like, Goro is a good uh, example, yeah. Yeah. Goro, a lot of the moments and stuff like that. Even that, that's like Sub-Zero's one of his intros, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> that's uh, from MKX. You know so, what? Yeah. It does look based like on that Shao Kahn statue and some of the other places where you see some fights going on, like uh, Jax versus Reiko. It does seem like we might transition into Outworld for a little while, wherever yeah. that is. It does seem to be, you know, all dark and dingy and messed up. And Hey, I look forward to seeing that. Really some, were specu- some were speculating that's where Melina's walking. Like when we see Melina and yeah, the... just like a barren wasteland and kind of like just blacked out hills and stuff. 
I think that's what there it is. Think that, yeah, I think people are thinking that's like Outworld during the day. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. Sky yeah. is just a little bit purple. It's a little purple. <laughs> Definitely, uh, looks like wasteland barren bullshit though. I could, I mean, yeah, there, there could be worst wastelands, worst Outworlds. Way worse outworlds yeah. than that. Um, There's some promising stuff here, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully this isn't it. Like, hopefully this isn't one of those trailers that gives you the coolest and whatnot in the trailer itself. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a lot of cool shit and a lot of cool stuff that's gonna make us get giddy or excited or just it's, really kind of. I'm very getting excited. This dude is fucking staring at him as he's gonna break his arms off. It's so sick. Beyond such an asshole. I love it's the tight. look on his face. Yeah. The look on his face when the bullets are coming towards him. No, I don't just like, care. He's, also, no. It's like, this is cute. It's also, obviously, a fun nod to the 95 movie. Uh, because we had that bit there, too. But, this time it has cooler special effects. Since here has to walk up and be like, fuck your guns. Care. Yeah, fuck your guns, dude. This is so cute. Get out of like here. No emotion in his eyes at all. He's dead inside. I love it. He does, yeah. He looks fucking like dead cold motherfucker. Uh which again will be interesting if whenever there's another movie at any point in the future and there's a Kwai Liang in there, like who the how the fuck this must be really shitty to be this guy's brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ, growing up with this guy. Uh, uh, yeah, is that everything we have to say about this movie? I think I've gotten pretty much everything out that I need to. Yeah, yeah. As far as what we can see in this trailer and just general. Yeah, the trailer, not the movie. Yeah, going towards the going towards the future of our kind of hopes and expectations, I guess. At this point, um, yeah, I think it covered mine pretty much. Yeah, um, I put on Twitter that I'm predicting, just based on what I see here, I'm predicting I'm giving it like a six point five out of ten. Would love for it to be more. It'd be unfortunate if it went less than that, but that's just kind of where I feel like just getting my vibe on what we're seeing here. And where my expectations are at, I should say. Yeah, hopefully, by the end of this trailer, I got a more... It started feeling super serious at the beginning of this trailer. By the end of it, I had enough of a vibe of fun from it that I I hope that that's the case. I hope there's still some fun watching the movie. Because I think sure. the I think that's one of the best qualities of the of the ninety five movie is it's fun as fuck. The movie is just fun. Um, yeah, that's what I want more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And it, hopefully this this movie doesn't get rid of all of that, and it's not just yeah, it this. Yeah, like Kano's gonna be like the the comic relief to a point where he's one doing all the one liners that Johnny would do in the original. But it could be. I hope we'll that's not the case. But yeah, works. We'll. Yeah, uh, you know, character. <laughs> it can be hit or miss. I can easily see that not turning out so hot. I don't know if this movie's going to show me everything that I want to see, but maybe it'll show me some things I need to see, if that makes any sense. We'll see. Did we do it? I think we've done it. I like that. Thank you guys for joining me, Shad and Simon. Give it a shot before you shit all over it. Peace out. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>